listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gebhardt. This week, our live story is from Sarah Davis Reed. Sarah talks about uh, giving birth to her new daughter, Sloan, in the spring and kind of the aftermath of having a baby. This week, I talked to Stephanie O. Stephanie is a New York comic who is in town, and I, I caught her uh, before a show, so we recorded at Under the Gun Theater, and you, the, you can hear the train just a bunch of times. The train sort of interrupts <laughs> the conversation. Um, but Stephanie told me about when she was traveling in South America and got a really nasty bacterial infection. Here's Stephanie O. Okay, so uh, a couple of years ago, I went on a vacation to Ecuador, and um, I was having such a good time. Like it was beautiful, like gorgeous, and super, super cheap. Like you could get a full meal for like eight bucks, like a three-course dinner for like eight bucks. I was like, this is incredible. So I was eating my way through Ecuador. It's so great. <laughs> I ate all the most like exotic things. Like I ate, um, I tried tripe for the first time. Which, Wait, what is that? Tripe is like, it what? is. It's not like it's beef intestines. That's oh. what it was. It was delicious. What's in there? It's just they clean it out. Oh, all it's the just stuff. The it's the intestines, and then they like cook it up, put spices oh, and herbs wow. and stuff, and it's really delicious. Like Are you vegetarian? Like no, but okay. Uh, I it's usually good. stick to like the muscles or whatever. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was feeling adventurous. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try it. I had like I've had t- like beef tongue before or whatever, but like I had never tried tripe. It was delicious. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then um, so that was good. Then I tried uh, like chorizo. Um, that was a mistake. Okay. So I tried all these different things, <laughs> and then I finally had this chorizo, and I remember eating it and. You know when you eat something, you just taste it and you're like, mm, something's, something's off. Uh-huh. And that's how I felt about that chorizo. It was good, but then it was like, I don't know, something's a little bit just strange for me. I like so, to keep eating like five more bites on a bite. Yeah, I do too. But I'm not sure. <laughs> I do too, exactly. Okay, so I did the same thing. And uh, the guy I was dating at the time, he he's Latin. He's like, he's from South America. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to finish this. You can just have it. And he just like finished it fine okay so oh no in the middle in the middle of the night like it was like I was just awakened like something was in my stomach alive just like pulled me up out of bed and I was just ran to the bathroom and I was like I was like oh my gosh I have to shit and it's about to be a big one okay so I get to the bathroom and I'm like pushing pushing but nothing's coming out it is like the worst cramp like imagine the worst period cramps you've ever had but like 10 times that birth yes it was just like (laughs) that's what I thought that's what I thought too it was like the most excruciating pain like everything was just like twisting and turning and I was just pushing so hard I was like either this is going to be like a really big dump or I'm going to like my whole asshole might explode like I didn't know what was going to happen it was terrible so I had these incredible cramps and pains and I kept trying to poop and nothing was coming out okay I was drinking water I was drinking water but it was like I was I felt like I was having contractions like honestly I've never been pregnant but if I were this is what I think it feels like like nothing I had ever experienced before like 
just hands were in my belly and just like turning things around. It was terrible. So I went through that for like a day or two and I was like, why is this not happening? I got like, um, what is it called where, that you get to make you poop? An enema? No, no, no. Like the stuff oh, that you take. A laxative? Like, yes. I was taking laxatives and when I would poop, it'd be like one or two little kernels. Like, oh, that uh, is the least satisfying. <laughs> it is. It's like, but a lot of push. I was yeah. pushing, I was pushing, sorry, oh, lost my earring. <laughs> I was pushing a lot to make those one or two pop out and nothing, like, I felt oh, like it was wow. really working. <laughs> like, I was like, like sweating, like really, it was terrible, okay? And I was like, this is not normal, what's happening here. And then so the cramps were still going on. So I'd have to be on all fours and just like rock back and literally felt like I'm going through birth, okay? Like rock back and forth. That was the only thing that would ease my stomach. It's just like being on all fours and just kind of like, like a cat or something. It was really weird. Okay, so finally I was like, I feel like I need to go to the hospital because something's not right, okay? So I go to the hospital, waiting room full of people. I'm in like foreign country or whatever. The first thing the doctor asks me, are you pregnant? I'm like, absolutely not. I'm not. He's like, are you certain? I'm like, I am, okay? And this is all through translation because I don't speak Spanish. Like my boyfriend did, but I don't speak Spanish. So he's like translating things. I'm like, I'm not pregnant. Tell him to stop asking me. That is not no it. No baby No baby No, no bambino, okay? So they do an ultrasound because they didn't believe me. Right. They didn't believe me. Um, they do an ultrasound and they don't see anything, surprise, believe women. Um, so they do an ultrasound and then they give me like a prescription and I waited a long time, okay? They give me a prescription and then I take that and then instantly, that's when it was just like a landfall of Wait, they shit. give you a prescription strike like, laxative? What was I it? I guess it was. It must have been that. It was in Spanish. I just took it. I was <laughs> like, this is what I'm taking. So I had to take it like pretty regularly. It was it was an antibiotic. That's what it was. It was an antibiotic, okay? And it was supposed to get rid of the, the bacteria that I had. Apparently that chorizo is, it's not that it's bad, but it's bad if your stomach's not used to oh, yeah. like the way that meat is handled in a different country, okay? So like the guy that I was saying, he was from, from us, like I said, he was from South America as well. So he was totally fine. Like this was the standard <laughs> of food he was used to eating. He ate the same thing as me. I thought I was dying, okay? <laughs> so I take this antibiotic, I get back to uh, the Airbnb we were staying in and like, it was just like a windfall. I kept every hour just like oh. shit, 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 just like coming out. And I, um, I was vomiting too, but it was clearing everything. Oh. I could, you know, when you're like going through something terrible, but you're like, this is good. <laughs> this is all good. So like lots of shit, lots of vomit. And then I was just like clear, but Cleanse. It cleansed. I really was. It was like a. It was like a. I felt lighter. It's like you know what? I don't need to go on another diet. I just need to eat bad chorizo in Ecuador. Um, but it was good. And after that, like, it was maybe three or four days of really just like mountains of poo just coming shit out. Shit for four days. Yes, just. How many days did you not shit before that? It was like. It, it must have been like two days. I know. It was a ten-day vacation. 
vacation and like at okay. least at least five of them I was sick. It was like two days that I went through all of that pain and then like four days to just recover. Oh god. Um and just nonstop pooping. Like it was terrible because we were there was one bathroom in that Airbnb. I was like, please you gotta get out, you gotta get out. Like always like rushing people out and it was just it was not it was supposed to be like a romantic get all of this done. I was I was like, you know what? Don't touch me, okay? <laughs> like, and and I think it, my lesson that I learned was, and the thing that gets me before I get to that lesson <laughs> is that I tried so many other reckless foods. Like, I ate beef intestine. Nothing, nothing <laughs> happened. It was that chorizo, I, and I ate it and I knew it. I was like, something's off here. And then I ate more of it to confirm. <laughs> and I ended up sick as a dog, it was terrible. Why do we say sick as a dog? Like. Because dogs are sick, little gross creatures. Yeah, so yeah. little gremlins oh, crawling no. around the earth. Disgusting. No. Disgusting. You're not a dog person. Are you? Opinion. No, I'm there fine. <laughs> you just sound like I love dogs. I I talk about this a lot, but I just think I think they're a little overrated. But I like what? them. I like them. I just think every I think everyone else is kind of. They get very serious about dogs. Yeah. Some people are very, and I'm a dog person, but there's some things that, like, I draw a line with yeah. the dogs, you know? I'm a, I am a cat person. Yeah. And I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> I think when people meet me, they're like, oh, yeah, you're a cat You're totally person. a cat person. Yeah, yeah. Or like a lizard person or something. Like, Wait, that's something else. You're not an animal that wants a lot of affection. Yeah, you're like an, like an independent animal that person. hiding in the corner? Yes, <laughs> That, whatever that animal is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's so dirty. I hate it. <laughs> you don't need anything happy to see you when no, you get yeah. home. You're like, no, I don't need Yeah, that. my cat fully hates me. So uh, <laughs> we get in fights. I, I wake up in the morning. Sometimes I'll come home, like, and it's when I'm drunk usually, and I'll, like, pick her up, and she'll get so mad at me, and she'll, like, jump off. And then in the morning I wake up, and I'm like, I'm, I can't put my finger on why I'm, like, a little upset. And I'm like, oh, because I'm in a fight with the cat, and I need to patch it up with her. <laughs> like... You need to reunite with the cat in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's not. It's, we have an interesting relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it sounds like a love hate. Maybe. Yeah, because yeah. like I love her and she hates me. Yeah, so, that's, <laughs> that's the basis of most healthy relationships. Is it? In in, in millennial times, this is what Wait, this actually, is normal. Yeah, this is yeah, part of the right. course. You know, it's love when you know they hate you. Yeah. That's that's when you know. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, I survived. That's, that's oh wait, yeah, what was the big lesson? What was the moral of oh, the story? Oh, the moral of the story to me was like, you can be adventurous within reason. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, there's a level, you know? It's like, okay, I need to stop. Yeah. And also the minute you know something's off, stop immediately. This Just is, stop. This is kind of, this is sort of an extended metaphor for... <laughs> there it is. Do you know what I mean? Our lives, yeah. It's yeah, good. it is interesting that it would be the the chorizo. Yeah, which we eat right. All the time. And the and it was it was more interesting to me too that the doctor specifically said, "Did you have chorizo?" Oh really? Yes. Oh. And I was like, "Yes." He's like, "Yeah, you can't eat <laughs> the chorizo. It's not really good for me." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm le- I'm learning that." I'm sure yeah. let you know that. Maybe yeah, you exactly. Ordered. Maybe what I ordered. Oh, are you American? Oh, you don't oh, want you don't want this. Poison. this is, exactly. You, you don't want to do this. He's like, yeah. It's like, he's like, he was saying, it's like the equivalent of just eating food off the street. You're not supposed to really eat oh, that, like from a street vendor or yes. something. But I was in a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, it was open, like the street was there, but it was not on the street. Yeah. So I thought I was safe, but yeah, he, he specifically asked about the trees. I was like, okay. Fuck. Yeah. I had tried to, that was fine. The chorizo is what gets you. 
I think it's the pork or something. I don't know. I don't know, but that never I again. Could, yeah. Never again. Oh. <laughs> Such a horrible experience. But anyways. Yeah, so these were the lessons. <laughs> adventure, lessons. but not too much, yeah. right? Limit your Just adventure. Exactly. <laughs> and when it takes off, stop. Spit it out. Spit it, spit out, it out. Stop. Exactly. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> this is good. It's good life lessons. So. live show we put out slips of paper for the audience write down their own disgusting ladylike stories and these are some of those stories and um i will start okay this one the visual the mental image is um quite shocking uh got home from a night of shacking at a guy's place realized my big toenail fell off in his sheets (laughs) and it's written on like the tiniest little scrap of paper somebody like scrawled it and threw it in uh She probably folded her toenail in that piece of paper. (laughs) It was taped in there. It was taped in there. Okay. Um, Okay. Uh, I like it. Because, like, when he found that, like, you would know what it is. Yeah, exactly. If a little piece of a toenail, you might not. But a full toenail. But a full toenail. Yeah. And also, did she have, like, Lee press-on toenails? Like, why did the whole thing fall off? Oh, I never even thought of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, what happened? I think her foot got stepped on and it was, like, black. I think it was one of those. (laughs) Am I going too far? No, baby. That was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, yeah, it fell fell (laughs) off. Yeah, I guess that is a good question. Why was it falling off? Why was it falling off? What was the story? (laughs) Okay. It's got loose toes. (laughs) A loose toe. Maybe they're, like, aren't there animals that have that, like, they're or something like did I make this up is this like a mythical creature I'm making up like their nails or something falls out or they like shed it maybe I'm thinking of snakes I don't know I mean humans kind of like, do that yeah I know they do you know they break all the time exactly. um, I yeah I feel like there's an animal that does that I don't know what it is maybe I'm literally making that up it is possible um, well like guinea pigs and stuff I know like if you don't cut their toenails they just keep growing and like Ew. I remember my friend's guinea pig she like got it like when she was like 13 like right at the cusp of when you'd want like, yeah, yeah. so then by the time she was like 16 she was like this thing won't fucking die and she like hey. <laughs> like didn't take care of it and it had these gross like cl- big claws oh. poor guy that's gotta be uncomfortable for the guinea pig too oh yeah you know I still live without love <laughs> I think it was uncomfortable and going around that wheel just like oh, poor guy. with those nails terrible his name was terrible, Peanut terrible. I feel like I've talked about Peanut on the podcast before okay. but he's kind of a star Peanut poor Peanut I know. <laughs> Okay, sorry, I keep it over to you. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so here's this one. Um, I shat my pants this... I, I'm going to read it how it was written. Uh-huh. I shat my pants this weekend <laughs> in the middle of a Saturday afternoon, completely sober. That is all. It's like haiku. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Beautiful. <laughs> um, okay, this one is a little... So this is a little kind of a... I'll just I'll just read it. I don't, okay. to, I don't have to say something before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I okay. I have never asked my sister if she remembers this, but when I was six and she was three, we picked each other's butts through our underwear and sat across from each other on the plastic sheets my sister had because she used to wet the bed. Okay. So. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Children are disgusting. Very. I, mean, they, they I thought they stuff. were gonna say they smelled it. That's what I thought was happening. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Probably. Right? <laughs> but like, you gotta. It was a bit. That is a bit of a. Clip you know what I mean? I feel like exactly. It's 
like, oh, they didn't smell the fingers. They that just, just seems like they that would do it otherwise. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so I'm just Compare, being helpful. <laughs> exactly. Ew. Exactly. Okay. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had diarrhea in my pants at work right after lunch, and I sat in it for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, that's so. Oh, wow. That the let see the before you got to the last line, I was like, all right, we've heard it before. And yeah. Then, wow, sitting in it. The rest of the day, I would have to just leave work. I wonder if she mm -hmm. was scared to get up because everyone would notice. Yeah. The shit. <laughs> and exactly the smell though. Also, you would think someone would you notice. You would think. Yeah. I wonder if it was like an all-day meeting too, and she was like, <laughs> there were like no breaks. They're like, we're bringing in lunch, guys. Okay, yeah, they're like, we're just pause a bagel. And she's like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. More coffee. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, this. All right. Hooked up with a Blackhawks player. Was still drunk in the morning and left the hotel wearing nothing but a blue g-string and forever 21 wedges went, <laughs> went to go back and open the door but it automatically locked dot 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 this is more of a brag i think yeah exactly and not a humble like no. just a brag oops i left in just my g-string <laughs> exactly oh my gosh oopsies Blackhawks player, no biggie. I shop at Forever 21. Yeah, I'm that alone is a brag. Hey, <laughs> I fit into Forever 21. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and Blackhawk players are coming at me left, right, and God. center. Like every every Forever 21 dress is a shirt. So it really, really like, is. <laughs> or a kerchief, a nice kerchief. Yeah, you know, just a scrap just, of fabric. Exactly. I mean, they're making money hand over fist. They, they really have no overhead. They do not at all, exactly. It's, just it's two cents to make yeah. it and two cents to get the materials. It's just, yeah. Okay. Um, another poop one. Okay. IBS is a serious condition. So are beer shits. I had both. James, is this James? James? Jamer? Joner? I have no idea. I'm going to say Jamer. Okay. Jamer <laughs> later found out that night when we were hooking up and I had diarrhea down my leg. Ooh. Wow. I hope he wasn't eating out. That's what I'm like. Her ass. Do you think it was one of those things where like she had diarrhea and she did it, clean it up and she missed some? Or she fully shit in bed? I don't. It went down her leg, so yes. I'm more thinking about what was the nature of the position they were in, that it could go down. Oh, maybe oh. the legs were up. Gross. We have a lot of questions. Uh, it's so many. Oh, but then <laughs> the, le the diarrhea couldn't float up. That doesn't make any sense. The legs I, had to be down. Really bad diarrhea can. <laughs> it was like, it was like a, a geyser of diarrhea. Exactly. <laughs> Well, interesting, and she dates guys with interesting names. Jamer. Is it James? Maybe it's James. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. Okay, it's James. G yeah, I don't know. That S kind of looks like an R. It's James or Jamer. Let's say it's let's say it's James. I don't know a lot of Jamer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. James is the but same thing. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, okay, one more. I had a threesome with my boyfriend and one of my best friends, which already I'm like, Okay, that seems, going on. that seems a lot risky, going on. but all right. Yeah. Uh, and she didn't tell us until it was too late that she had her period Gross. pretty frickin' badly all over our sheets. <laughs> wow. Maybe it was like a passive-aggressive thing. Maybe she was like yeah. insulted them. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to show these bastards. Shit in their bed. 
Although it does seem like, yeah, if you guys are, I mean, maybe they're, it says one of my, her best friends, not close enough to mention the period, though. Yeah, not, yeah, exactly. How best were you? I also feel like if you're going into that, it's very specific situation, there should be rules discussed maybe before. Maybe yeah. don't be on your period. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It's a lot that happened. It's, wow. I wonder, how, I wonder what their relationship is like now. I yeah, don't I don't think they're friends. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to say no. I hope they are. And okay. after this, it's over. Oh, <laughs> Friendship's I, over. I super hope they don't hear this, so. <laughs> Either of them listen to the podcast. Friendship over. <laughs> like, they're at the next threesome, and then yeah. they just happen to, like, you know what? I feel like listening they to They put the podcast on for movie <laughs> music. Exactly. That is literally my, well, it's, it's my dream or my nightmare, and I don't know which. I, yeah. Uh, that someone might listen to my voice while having sex is <laughs> terrifying. Our live story is from Sarah Davis Reed. Sarah is a Chicago performer, and this was recorded in July of 2019. Here's Sarah Davis Reed. We sold our words for property. <laughs> Actually, exactly nine weeks ago, Today, I was laying in bed. Um, I had my pants off. I had my legs way up in the air. And I was squeezing the fat head of my daughter into existence. Thank you. It's not easy. Um, it's super exciting. She's wonderful and we love her very much. Um, we named her Sloan Campbell. Uh, I wanted my daughter to be named after a strong woman. I was named after Sarah Weddington. Does anybody know who that is? Fucking millennials. Okay, great. Uh, she's the lawyer who won Roe versus Wade in 1973. That's right. She was 27 when she did that. How do you feel? Awful. I'm 32. I feel terrible. So for my daughter, I chose Campbell after my grandmother, and then uh, Sloan after Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. So I was named after like a huge figure in the history of women's rights, and then I named my daughter after a tertiary character in a John Hughes It's the same. So I'm a new mom, and everything in my life kind of revolves around my baby and pregnancy and postpartum shit. So if, um, if you're worried that that's all I'm going to be talking about tonight, you're totally right. Like, that's it. If you don't like it, you can just suck on my orange titty, because my boots are huge. They're giant. My nipples are the size of coasters. I used to have these, like, really gorgeous, tiny little B-cups with, like, delightful quarter-sized nipples. I was like Winona Ryder in Reality Bites, just, like, my breasts bouncing merrily as I treaded down the sidewalks of Chicago with no bra, and now they're more like one other writer in Stranger Things, just like wrinkled bags of anxiety. <laughs> My husband is a lucky man. <laughs> so I was pregnant for like a million months, and I experienced a number of weird things that I didn't expect going into pregnancy. So at like a certain point, your belly gets so big that you can't see over it, and people are like, oh, you can't see your feet, oh my god. It's like, that's ridiculous, I have legs, I can see my feet. The thing that was difficult to deal with was the fact that I couldn't see my vagina. And my relationship with her had always been partially visual, and at a certain point during pregnancy, it became entirely faith-based. <laughs> I just had to sort of believe that she was still there. 
it was like a Shadowlands, like from The Lion King, like everything that like touched was my kingdom, except for my shadow badge. <laughs> she just sort of went zero dark pussy on me all of a sudden. But anyways, I typically do like to keep her groomed. And um, that's difficult and a little dangerous when you're pregnant because you can't see it. Clippers, razors, scissors, just not a good idea when you can't see down there. So um, my preferred landscaping is sort of like a diamond shape, uh, like an upside down, like Paul Ryan widow's peak, but like between my legs. It's cute, it's actually a very slimming look, which is what you look for in like a pussy haircut. So late in my pregnancy, I'd grown her out pretty far into like a trendy little faux hawk because my pubes are straight, like, like prairie grass, because I'm a native Midwesterner. So I just kind of like swooped up into the middle, like a nice emo haircut. By the time I got to my delivery, it was like really long and I could just like swoop it up to the side like a little Justin Bieber. Like, <laughs> whacker to it later. But I have to say that honestly the weirdest thing that I experienced while I was pregnant was that at a certain point people start looking at you differently like you've never done anything dirty in your entire life. Like you become this like mother of the earth pristine angel type person. Like my husband would come home from work and he'd look at me all pregnant on the couch and go, oh my god you're such a beautiful like pure angel. Like I'd never sucked his dick on a chairlift before. Like, like eating his ass out in the mausoleum in Paris. I shared 15 women with him. I shared 15 women with him. We've had threesomes with 15 women. And not just 15 threesomes. We had repeat offenders. I mean, how cool am I? But I do hate saying it that way, like, should we shared women? It sounds like they're like a bag of ruffles or a bottle of peach schnapps. You know, to each his own. But we, we shared time, space, and a good amount of bodily fluids with 15 wonderful women. And uh, the threesome is a little bit different now with our daughter. Party is kind of over. But I have talked with my husband about the possibility of having more threesomes post-baby. It's an entirely different game, I have to be honest. Before baby, the threesome issues were different from what they are now, like dealing with thirds who got a little too intoxicated and broke our toilet paper rack, to pushing through having sex with a Brazilian woman while her dog sat a foot away and stared hungrily at my husband's balls slapping away. It's real. And then the night when our unicorn stormed out after I made it clear that this was sex with no sleepover, because you make your own rules. Now I'm a mom, and there are different issues that I'm struggling with. My post-baby body, my pre-baby body, which I wasn't entirely happy with. Childcare, going back to work, anxiety, depression, simply feeling sexy as a mother. And I, I need to say something because it's, uh, I read a lot about this when I was getting pregnant. It's really, really common for pregnant women and women who are postpartum to experience a higher libido. I read about it in every book, and I heard about it in every podcast, and every woman who I knew who was pregnant and who had been pregnant, everybody just wanted to fuck nonstop at a certain point. And this does not happen to every woman. This did not happen to me. Um, it's because of hormones, and every woman's hormones are different. 
My hormones gave me the wonderful gift of hyperemesis, which is a cute Latin saying for vomiting all day, every day, for six months straight. Um, so I felt physically and emotionally ill for the majority of my pregnancy, and I felt so let down by my body. I felt such disappointment and dissatisfaction for my husband, who had to expect this awesome horniness from his pregnant wife, and I didn't deliver. But everybody is different, and that's fine, and I'm working on it. So this week, I started exercising for the first time after having my baby. Uh, I joined Orange Theory because I need somebody to kick my ass because peer pressure is helpful <laughs> when it comes to working out. Um, after my first class, I went home and my husband and I fucked and I had a really, really great orgasm for the first time. I, uh, I also took the first steps of getting some postpartum therapy which is incredibly important. Um, pregnancy has changed me, mind, body, and soul. Um, I am so thrilled to be the mother of a beautiful, strong, smart daughter, and I look forward to garnering a lot of help for her, to becoming loved and supported and guided through her life, just like I need to be supported and loved throughout the rest of my life as a mother. So thank you guys. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Stephanie O. Okay, so uh, Monday, August 5th, I'm going to be in a show called Isn't She Funny in Brooklyn, New York at Baby Grand. It starts at 8 p.m. And then on Thursday, August 15th, I have a show at The Toolbox in Manhattan, and that starts at 7.30. And Saturday, August 17th, I have an 8 p.m. show at Slatery's Pub in Manhattan as well. So come on out. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ladylike Chicago, and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>